This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Russia's prized warship sunk by Ukrainian missile. Elon Musk makes $43 billion offer for Twitter. And Biden climate advisor Gina McCarthy to step down. It's Friday, April 15. I'm Anthony Davis. A Russian warship that became a potent target of Ukrainian defiance in the opening days of the war sank on Thursday after it was heavily damaged in the latest setback for Moscow's invasion. Ukrainian officials said their forces hit the vessel with missiles, while Russia acknowledged a fire aboard the Moskva, but no attack. US and other Western officials could not confirm what caused the blaze. The loss of the guided missile cruiser, named after the Russian capital, is a devastating symbolic defeat for Moscow as its troops regroup for a renewed offensive in eastern Ukraine after retreating from much of the north, including the capital, Kiev. In his nightly video address to the nation, President Volodymyr Zelensky alluded to the sinking as he told Ukrainians they should be proud of having survived 50 days under attack when the Russians gave us a maximum of five. The Moskva had the capacity to carry 16 long-range cruise missiles and its removal reduces Russia's firepower in the Black Sea. It's also a blow to Moscow's prestige in a war already widely seen as an historic blunder. Now entering its eighth week, the invasion has stalled amid resistance from Ukrainian fighters bolstered by weapons and other aid sent by Western nations. The news of the flagship overshadowed Russian claims of advances in the southern port city of Mariupol, where Moscow's forces have been battling the Ukrainians since the early days of the invasion, in some of the heaviest fighting of the war, at a horrific cost to civilians. The head of the UN World Food Programme said people are being starved to death in Mariupol, and he predicted the country's humanitarian crisis is likely to worsen, destabilizing nations far from its shores, and could trigger waves of migrants seeking better lives elsewhere. Billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk took aim at Twitter, with a $43 billion cash takeover offer on Thursday, with the Tesla CEO saying the social media company needs to be taken private to grow and become a platform for free speech. Musk made the bid on Wednesday in a letter to the board of Twitter, the microblogging platform that has become the global means of communication for individuals and world leaders, and it was made public in a regulatory filing on Thursday. His offer price of $54.20 per share represents a 38% premium to Twitter's April 1st close, the last trading day before his 9.1% stake in the social media platform was made public. 
Musk, the world's richest person, with a $273.6 billion fortune, according to a Forbes tally, rejected an invitation to join Twitter's board on Saturday after disclosing his stake. However, in a turn of events, asset manager Vanguard Group recently upped its stake to 10.3% of the company, knocking Musk off the top spot. Musk, a self-described free speech absolutist, has been critical of the social media platform and its policies, and recently ran a poll on Twitter asking users if they believed it adheres to the principle of free speech. More than 70% of the 2 million votes cast said no. After Twitter banned former President Donald Trump over his incitement of violence following last year's US Capitol attack by his supporters, Musk tweeted, A lot of people are going to be super unhappy with West Coast high-tech as the de facto arbiter of free speech. White House climate advisor Gina McCarthy is planning to step down according to two sources familiar with the deliberations, likely ending a tenure marked by ambitious emissions targets, but failure in securing major U.S. carbon-cutting legislation. McCarthy had initially planned to remain in the White House for about a year, hoping to help federal agencies implement Joe Biden's ambitious climate legislation, but those efforts stalled amid intra-party opposition from key Democratic senators. McCarthy, a former Environmental Protection Agency administrator during the Obama administration, was selected by Biden to a new role, leading domestic climate policy coordination at the White House. Biden had promised to wean the nation off fossil fuels, but has now found himself looking for ways to increase global supply of oil and other carbon-rich energy products amid the Russian invasion of Ukraine and high gas prices that advisers see damaging his standing with voters. McCarthy leads interagency efforts to coordinate domestic climate change policy and serves as a domestic counterpart to John Kerry, who Biden appointed as his special international envoy on climate change. McCarthy's position was a key demand by the liberal wing of the Democratic Party and an illustration of Biden's commitment to the cause. Not replacing her could be seen as a retreat by the environmental community. Biden came into office with an ambitious climate agenda, with the cornerstone of a $550 billion plan to transition to cleaner energy in all aspects of American life. Before those policies stalled, McCarthy, a regulatory expert, was going to be tasked with implementing the plan across multiple agencies. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. We often hear about the individuals who took the oath of office to become the chief executive. But what about the other people who play a role in each administration are the events that may not be as well-known, but that contribute to the reshaping of the office of the American presidency. On the presidencies of the United States, 
We explore each administration beyond just the person holding the highest elected office in order to better understand the history that brought us to the modern-day presidency. I hope you'll join me on this journey through the annals of presidential history. Presidencies can be found anywhere fine podcasts can be found and is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.